it's that time of night, almost 8 o'clock or around 8 o'clock. You cannot be any more excited, Sneaky Pete, to join the show while the 76ers have firmed as clear favourites to win the NBA title this year from a move you predicted should or you lobbied for happening and then predicted it would. It's got to have made all your dreams come true, Pete. Harden's number one. What a number. Takes the number two. Yeah. Taking the number one, Guernsey. I like that. Did that uh, is there a shuddering of fear up in Beantown, Simon? Oracle. Come on. You know, well, look, I'll say that in Beantown, I, I, watched, I spent about two hours watching the first quarter of the first game. And uh, <laughs> then I tried again the second game. I spent another like whole afternoon to watch uh, another five minutes. I, I, I don't know. Look, they, they do look amazing, but boy, oh boy, are those games long. Can I say something there, Oracle? I noticed something. They mentioned it in the Nuggets game, how great Embiid's been playing on the 76ers and whatnot. And then they show this stat that Embiid and Harden over you know the course of a couple of games with their fouls caught against them in a game, were actually ranked sixth in the NBA against all the other teams. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I saw Is that what's stat- making it stretch out? Okay, you saw a stat. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. So um, I think we saw about, was it 40 free throw attempts between the two of them or something like that? And... When I'm watching it, I saw a stat come up that Embiid draws a foul. I think it's every just over two minutes he draws a foul. Okay, Oracle, Uh, I'm going to just sort of flip it on that, though, and say he is probably the most dominant physical specimen in the NBA since Shaq. Now, Pete, are you telling me Shaq wasn't getting fouled? Are they just Uh, calling him now? He deserves them. Yeah. Like he, he's getting the fouls, and same with Harden. They're, they're drawing the fouls legitimately. But boy, oh boy, you know, you better make sure you've um, you've had a, a big meal before you go and watch them play or something like that. You know, if you're going to the game or something, because you're going to be there for like three hours. It's, I said to Pete, it was like, because um, I just finished watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. I felt like I was doing that again, watching a, a Sixers Pete, game. Hey, Pete, do you make sure you go poo-poo before you watch a 76ers game? Um, well, usually if we're up against the uh, the Bucks, I'm shitting myself anyway. <laughs> uh, um, but I tell you what, in that first game against the Timberwolves, geez, the refs had an ordinary game. That like they called four fouls in the first two minutes and set the standard for feather like a feather duster touch. Yeah, get you to the line. It was pathetic. Like that Tybal foul. Like for see how in that game there were like four four point plays. Yeah, four or five, something like that. It was terrible. But how rusty did the? I, I was. It wasn't looking good in the first five minutes when Harden and uh, and Beat are playing this rusty old pick and roll. It wasn't looking good at all, well, but then they got into uh, they kind of got into uh, it got into gear with the pick and roll. The pick and roll looks quite good at the moment. Oh yeah, Harden. Remember just a, a few weeks ago, Harden looked fat. He looked slow. He looked yeah. He looks you know, with the buggered hand, ha- uh, hand. He looks terrific now. He's making shots too, he tough amazing. shots. Yeah, but well, 
Tobias Harris is um, excess to requirements, it looks like, at the moment. You've got to start cutting, my friend. Like, Harden's going to find you. Like, look at Matisse. He figured it out in the first game. Just well, start cutting. Harden will find you. I think Maxi's even a better example. He's scoring yeah. almost 30 points a game, just um, living off those two. Oh, and how good are some of Maxi's layups? He's, yeah, we, he's a quality player, isn't he? He's, he's come a, from nowhere. He's a fast break on his own now, isn't he? He, is, he, he just shoots quick. out and someone gets in the so, ball. But Pete, the other week you said that you would trade Maxi for Halliburton. Oh, Halliburton. I still would. Did you see Halliburton's game today? I know, but I'm just saying, gee, you're pretty quick to give up on the youth of and future of your club. Really? Let's go back to the How podcast, bad, shall like, I? But what's the difference? So going, I said I didn't. I would have CJ McCullum because I'm back in Maxi. I've said it. I'm on the record. I'm just saying, mate. That's you know, I don't know if I'd swap Halliburton for Bones. <laughs> You're joking? I'd have to think about it. Yeah, for what? A couple of a couple of seconds <laughs> before mate. you send him airfare. Just saying. Yeah. Speaking of young, it will, like, we've got to, say, it's going to yeah. be at the are top we, of the show. Yeah, we're going to start with Moran or what? Moran. All right. Uh, yeah. You go. Uh, Oracle, you go. Lay down the foundation. Well, I watched a game, the Grizzlies versus Chicago, and it was one of the best games I've seen in a while. Both teams were given everything. Morant was leading the way. And then he comes out and has a belter today. Just draw jaw dropping play after jaw dropping play. He, some of his dunks and moves, how he gets out of a tight position. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just it's you know, just incredible. He's got to be the most exciting player in the NBA, no doubt about it. I would say, like I've sort of grown accustomed to his abilities over the last you know six to twelve months or whatever. But if I walked in and watched him play, just straight off the bat now, not having known what he's done to date. The only thing I could sort of align it with would be when I first saw Sneaky Pete dancing to high-energy music. (laughs) I was absolutely floored by the physicality of the man. Um, I'll get that same effect with Jar. Uh, Sneak? Unfortunately, my uh, Trip in the Light fantastic days are, are over, but I... I did have some rant-like performances on dance floors across mm. Europe and Sydney, Jeez. and yeah, I did. I was uh, I was all NBA in the dance floor. Wow, I, I could see people wearing like uh, Sneaky Pete uh, jerseys and stuff like that, following him around. Hammer pants. They, they followed his <laughs> fashion. <laughs> they followed his fashion. Um, Sneak. Well, but, I, taught, but Jar. I taught Hammer how to how to running me. Yeah, exactly. That's how good I was. But Pete, you know, like if you were, you know, yesteryear's answer to Jar Morant, what do you got to say to him? My God, that um, that's mid-air spin move against. See, it's funny. DeRozan, oh yeah. DeRozan. Yeah, this is how this is how much of a player Jar Morant is. DeRozan committed and realized, nah, he's going to get the basket, so I'm not going to foul him. Like, I'm not in a position to stop him from getting it. Yamaret realizes that he is not going to foul him. He's got a, a, a clear lane and just makes and just puts him on a post. <laughs> just, just, uh, it's like a ballerina. And you just saw, hear, hear the Chicago crowd gasping. <gasps> <laughs> it was they unbelievable move. They were and amazed. today, have you seen what he did to old Yucca Puzzle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> he's, he's a point guard and he Come just on. put the yeah. center on a oh, embarrassing. It's, it's almost like those guys that they can't believe he's going to actually try and dunk on him, you know, because no one else would try yeah. it being sure, that small. And they're not ready now, for it. Oracle, surely now centers will know he's going to have a crack and and like the surprise element's over. Now it's well, like. Well, Bede's got to smack him. You like, reckon? Like if they come up against them, I don't think they got Grizzlies again. No, they do. Sorry, yeah, they do. Pete, Pete in the finals. Yeah, well, that we'll see what he can do in the finals. Yeah, there's. I'm a bit worried about Desmond Bain's drop off in form, but they're still winning. And yeah. how good? I know we say it every week. Adams. Yeah. Adams. Well, Adams. Well, Adams. Yeah. In that game, that Chicago game, because I, I did watch that one, he really did dominate that game he's a player now and up against Vucevic Vucevic looked like he had nothing against him you know Adams was just pushing him out of the way to get every rebound there was Adams is one of those guys that makes you appreciate the open border generally between Australia and, and New Zealand and we can basically call New Zealanders Australians when we're talking to people from overseas yep I claim him all right he's one of us there's a Add fluid them to the border. list with the Russell Crowe and Crowded House. Exactly. It's like it's a fluid border, okay? So like it's pretty much one of us, okay? Uh, yeah, going really well, those guys. Now, I wanted to sort of – can we start by talking about some of the other games today? Just a, a couple of quick ones. Cavaliers got Garland out, and they're yeah. still hanging in there. They beat the Wizards. Um, um, Levert was out too. Oh, was he? Jeez. Um, the yeah, hang on, wait, wait. Today wasn't wasn't, he? wasn't Cavaliers up against Timberwolves no, today? Yeah. This... Oh, sorry, mate. Am I looking at the wrong? Hang on. We we may have to do some editing later. Um, what day is it? It's the Monday. Day. Are you on the ESPN app? Yeah, mate. It's flicking all yeah, over. You know how they dodge it up for the Aussies? Yes, yes. Like you Sorry. Gotta, if it's on Monday game, you've got to press it twice. So today yeah. the Cavs the the today the Cavs got done by the Timberwolves. Yeah. And and the Timberwolves are one of the teams I wouldn't mind talking about today. Oh, they're, sure. They're looking, come. they're coming good in the West, okay? And we look at the Western seedings, they're coming seventh with twenty nine losses. Twenty nine losses would have them in um, eighth position above Brooklyn in the East. Just saying, okay? They're not looking too bad. I had a bit of a thought, Oracle and Sneak, and I wanted to run it past you. Has Russell's improvement with the current rules, if you want to call that, has his improvement been second best to DeRozan in terms of his improvement, no. D'Angelo, Oracle? No way. No way would you put him as the second best improver. Scored, scored 25 today. I saw him scoring 30. Couple, yeah, it doesn't you know, matter. He, that's what he can do is he can games. score. Yeah. Nah. Now, look, they're coming seventh, and he's their third best player. Okay, but I'm saying scoring 25 points, scoring 30 points, scoring, you know, reasonably big numbers. He wasn't doing that a while ago. I actually think You've got to give credit good. where credit's due, Come on, but Oracle. Uh, Oracle yeah. Uh, Edwards he's has been throwing best. up bricks for months. Yeah, but he's not the second most improved player. No, I don't, I no, don't I'm saying in terms of... He wouldn't even be in the, in the top 10, I reckon. I'm talking about in terms of um, benefiting from the new rules. And, like, he is now one of the key members. It's a, it's a, it's a tripod, if you want to call it that, of Edwards, Towns, and Russell. 
uh, with some good coaching, some good defensive play by Vanderbilt, Pat Beverly. Right. They're a force to be reckoned with now. And without D'Angelo doing what he's doing, they're not in the conversation. He well, is, okay. conversation drawing comes seventh. Like, well, they're going to make the playoffs, I reckon. Yeah, well, you look at the teams below them. They've been terrible. Like Portland's awful. Lakers are awful. You know, uh, the Lakers Pelicans are, are playing The Lakers better, have got three of the top 75 players in the yeah, NBA but, ever on their squad. Yeah, yeah, but they're under, you know, 50% and everything. They're rubbish. Yeah, no, I, I, wouldn't, but... I wouldn't go that far that okay. Angelo Russell's a, you know... I'm watching him, and I reckon I'm impressed with his turnaround. There was a time when you said that his contract was untradeable. He, yep. No one would want him. I'll tell you what, I think there are teams that would want him now. I well, think look, he's, he's turned a, it around. He's a shooter. He's a shooter. He's slow. He's not a good defender. He can't score inside very well. But, you know, he can shoot. So he'll have nights when, you know, it's falling for him, and he looks good. And, and that's it. And look, he, and he may be more consistent and all of that, and the, the team's better around him. You know, having guys like that Vanderbilt there and all that, and it covers a bit Pat more Beverly. for him defensively and all yeah. that. So, you know, the team's better. That doesn't mean that he's the second most improved player. Freaking B's probably the second most improved oh, player. Come on, mate. But what yeah. about what about Bain? He's got to be in the conversation for most improved. Sure. He was, he was a nobody last year. Yeah, but as Pete just said, he's cooling off. Um, Kyle Kuzma? Oh, yes. Did you see him the other day? Uh, Josh he... Hart? <laughs> what is... well, I don't know about Hart, but... but, but Robert who's... Williams, a Time Lord? Oh, I wouldn't go there, Oracle. Like, you know, oh, are we talking reality here or... Tyrese Maxey? Are you throwing up yeah. red herring? Oh, did you see uh, Fultz is back? Yeah. That's the story. He came all of a sudden. He's on, on the list. Who's back, Pete? Marcel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz really is back. Yeah. You know, it's funny. His name came up the other day. I was watching how um, Aaron Gordon had been robbed in two straight dunk contests. And yep. Fultz was one of the guys lobbing up the ball uh, at, in some stage. And I thought, oh, what happened to him? Is he still relevant? And Did you catch him? Did you have a look at the shot? I didn't see any of it. I just read the, the box score for that. But uh, I didn't see his shot because he lost his shot, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he, um, he, did he score? He can. He, he can't hit a three. Well, I don't know. Like I didn't see it today, but he, he can hit like a like a mid range uh, shot. So he can do that, and he's still very bouncy with the ball and good shifty and all that. You know. Okay. I was just on the play by play. He had something like four assists in the first two minutes. So yeah, I good. thought, oh, he's scared to shoot. <laughs> oh well, even still, I'd like to see him do well. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, Pete, so have you got a like a, a theory on Russell or the Timberwolves? I think the Timberwolves are all right. They're all right. Cat's pretty good, but what, Edwards Kat? is playing doggishly. Like he, I've I've been backing him on um, dream teams and such, and he's just, he's just he's busted at the moment. He's hey, I, I, shot. I, wanna, I, stick... I think he's injured. Is he? He's got, he can't he can't well, hit a basket. He's got see, one from twenty four from three. Something like some crazy yeah. number like that. But during that uh, All-Star uh, game, when he was in that rookie game, yeah. he didn't even play. He just played like the first little bit and then he didn't play anymore. So that tells me that something's not right with him. For him to just sit out that whole thing, uh, he must – and when he was playing, 
he had like a chance to do an open dunk. There was no one in front of him, and he just laid it up. So, so what's successful the for the Timberwolves this year? Win the play-in and get into the get playoffs in, proper. That the, would be a successful season, wouldn't it? Get for the, sure. Get in the playoffs. I actually think they have a chance to win the first round, but we'll see. No. They have a chance. Really? Yeah, they have a chance. Pete, what I wanted to ask was, how does Cat go defending Embiid or attempting to defend Embiid? Um, Embiid brings out the, the inner Cat in Cat. Ooh, yeah. And um, they have good contests. Yeah. I like it when the big men go up against, but... Uh, but Embiid's definitely the better. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Cat, Just the better. Well, Cat won that three-point contest at the... Um, I didn't even watch well, No, I didn't watch it either, but what stars. I'm saying is he won that. And yep. we played against him recently, and he did really well in defense against Jokic. Yep. Um, I'm actually, he's definitely improved. Oh, mate, he's going well. And and I think that he it's, it's because he's matey with the guys he's playing with. I think... D'Angelo and him have brought the best out in each other. I think uh, he's happy. And I think he's playing good basketball because he's happy. Mate, why didn't you buy a jersey, mate? I'm just saying. Go the Timberwolves. No, mate, there was a time when, when Carl Anthony Mate, Towns I can't talk about be... the Raptors without you putting that line on oh, me. Right. You, you're falling in love with the Timberwolves. No, he's in the same division, mate, so I'm not that friendly with him. But I watch a bit of him, right? And, and he was a guy that had huge raps on him. And when Jokic and him were sort of younger, there was a bit of competition between, oh, who will come out on top or who will end up number one out of these two? Is it Carl Anthony Towns or is it Jokic? And Jokic came out on top. But Towns had some like horrific family shit happen in his life and he struggled a bit, you know, and he's come back and he's going really well. And I, I, I like that. And I hope that instead of there being a duopoly of big men that uh, are ravaging the league, I'd like there to be a triopoly. Triumvirate. Could you well, imagine? Well, there's another, there's another big man <laughs> oh, making a play. Yeah, all right. The Time Lord. No, no, no. No, okay. Bam. Bam has got a rich vein of form really? where he's really starting to get back to his best play. Yeah, I think he, Miami is scary. Yeah. They're scary it, good. I'll, I'll just say this, Pete. Bam has not had luck defending Jokic, and we've cleaned him up a fair few times, the Heat. How has Bam gone defending Embiid? Um, I don't remember every match, but... We... Yeah, of course, but is he someone you're scared of when you're going into... I'm, I've got Embiid on my side. I'm not scared of anyone in no. the paint rather than maybe Giannis, but I don't think... I think we can beat Giannis. Yeah. But um, if, if Embiid plays well... Now we've got another like look at the difference. Hey, like where we seventy six has been living in a dream world, this Ben Simmons dream world for years. Look what happens when you put an elite talent with an elite talent. Look, in two games. Yep. Like in well, Beat saying he doesn't he's never had so much space. And because they if you look at even the first game of the Timberwolves, they tried to double team on on um, Harden quickly to try and because it was his debut and uh, get him get him nervous and the passing was just sublime and sometimes yeah. you, did you notice when you watch those two games that sometimes that the 76ers were doing it not just one but two more passes than what was needed yeah and and I think 
correct me if I'm wrong, Pete, but I think that Harden is actually a better passer than Ben Simmons. I think he's a better floor general. He he makes passes. We think, whoa, you know, I it, didn't see that one. I I I would hesitate to say that, but it looks better because Harden is a shooting threat, so he's drawing defenses to him. So when he when he's doing these passes, it looks like like needles like. Threading yeah. the needle kind of passes. When you've got when you're one on one with Simmons, you're not you're not scared. He's not no. drawing in that second defender for the double team. No, Simmons has a different sort of style where he'll attack the basket and then throw it out to a shooter. Whereas I think you see more interior passes with Harden. You he find he finds more cutters and things. How like many that of Simmons' does. passes are backwards? Remember, he he'd right. drive in exactly. and then kick it to whoever was standing behind him to get yeah, the that's assist. That's what I mean, yeah. I think, you know, Simmons better get on the court and he better get on the court fucking fast and help those Nets get out of trouble. Well, I'll tell you what, Pete. I don't think he's going to be ready until the Sixers aren't in the regular season against them anymore. They're playing, I think, in mid-March or something like that. And I guarantee Simmons is not going to be on the court until after the Sixers are done and dusted. He's a and, coward. Yeah. Like, because talk about a team that's up against the wall getting uh, – like they're a boxer on the ropes getting smashed by yeah. a heavyweight every time they enter the floor. Like, you look at their starting lineup that they're putting out on for the Nets fans. It's, Especially when Kyrie's not there as well. Yeah, with well, all due respect, it's just, not very good. Hey, Pete, on that, there is talk that Kyrie may be allowed to start playing in New York again. Yeah, well, I someone better turn off the TV for Kyrie because there's shit going down in the Ukraine. If he, have, if, he if he gets a whip for that, he might not be able to turn off the practice. You know what he's like. Ooh, like, yeah, okay. It is possible. They got to keep. It, they got to keep him in a cocoon and yeah. say, "Hey, let him let him play in Brooklyn now, dude." In, he thinks he's still in the bubble. Oh, they like. lie to him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But okay, Oracle. I sort of this sort of leads me into okay. Kyrie's maybe yep. coming back or whatever. Has this year's run into the trade deadline been? the best in history in terms of teams rebuilding themselves to or retooling to have a crack? Well, I see quite a few teams have benefited this year. So we've already talked about the 76ers. And yeah. The New Dawn benefited. It's yeah. like a yeah. shot of adrenaline. Yeah. That's right. I, and look, I haven't made my final thing on the 76ers because – I think they'll be great in the regular season, but I'm really interested to see what happens in the playoffs because you've got three guys who haven't had much success in playoffs. What are they going to do this year? Hopefully it works out, but I, I can't wait to see that with them. It'll be good. It'll be real good. But so other other got, teams, Oracle. Yeah, so we've got also the Nets as well who had to trade Harden. Yeah. It was a, a cancer for them in the locker room. Yeah. And so now they've got a chance. They've got a, a few players yeah. there that, that could turn out really well. Apparently Let, um, Durant's back next week, you know. So, that's what yeah. they're doing, aren't they? They're, they're, they're holding them in reserve. They're sending the, the second team out there to get annihilated yeah. while, they're, while they're building their troops. They're going to hit the league with Durant, Corey, yeah. and Simmons that's surely right. at the same time. Exactly. And, there's only like twenty odd games to go. Yeah, that's why fifteen games of those three. Yeah, and even ten, Pete. You know, might be enough. 
But I'll give something for the Nets to get behind because they're getting shellacked. But what what I'm getting at, Pete, is like, okay, they like looking looking down the list. Miami got a chance. Chicago got a chance. Seventy Sixers got a chance. Bucks got a chance. Cavs got a bit of a chance. Nets got a chance. Nets got a chance. Hawks Durant, got a chance. Raptors, never back again. Like yeah, you know. can never be confident against Durant, can you? Like, no. If it's so, a playoff and he's inside, like he almost dragged them to beat the the, yeah. the champions last year. Had the best games. Yeah, and and you know if the if the Celtics get the sort of output out of Derek White like the Oracle's predicting. Oh, I don't They've think got to firm into favourites pretty shortly. Do you surely. think they're the same calibre at the moment? Well, Oracle? Pete, I reckon there's a chance that if things break our way, if we get the right sort of matchups, if we get a team like Cleveland in the first round, I think we can beat them. If we get Chicago in the second round, it's it's possible, you know, if they've got a couple more injuries and things. But I'd say no. I don't think we're in the same class as uh, even though we beat the Sixers by fifty points or something uh, without Harden. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think when it comes to the crunch that we're going to have what it takes. But it it depends though, a lot on. It depends a lot on Tatum. Even though we look exciting and everything, I just can't. We're in the conference with the Bucks and Miami. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The Miami are a complete team. Offensively, they they can annihilate you. Pete, Defensively, let's just see if so they can turn well. it on in the finals because it's all going to depend on how um their point guard's going to mesh with the team. What's his name? Oracle Lowry. Lowry. If Lowry steps up and he's just been cruising this whole time, and we get Raptors playoff finals winner Lowry for the Heat with those other guys, they're going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, but and without that, think, I don't know if they are Pete. They I think they're probably the best team, like in every spot. Yeah, and it comes down to to them as well. Like a guy, like um, what's their shooting guard that comes off the bench? Tyler Hero. Hero. Like he could have a night where he doesn't miss. Yeah, he has yeah. these nights fairly. He has some dud nights too. But you have him, and then you have the heroics of Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, Butler. Play off yeah. Butler. Play off Butler. Know, you take him into the trenches with you, but. But even Hero, Oracle, and, and the shooters they have, they have shot well in playoff games, both of them. Yep. So, like, I don't doubt Hero's shooting, and I don't uh, doubt the other fellow. What's his name? The um, Robinson. Robinson. Duncan Robinson. You know, they're, they're, they're money. So... Yeah. And their coach also, he's good. Spolstra, he he knows how to put a game plan together as well. He's you know? Philo, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Philo, they can they they can play no two ways as well. If the if the here the the three pointer guys are having a tough night, mm. they play inside. Yeah. Like they're, Bam's they're, dangerous, and Jimmy Jimmy bucket buckets when he's yeah. driving. So he's getting to the line a lot. Obviously, I'll say obviously the they, one thing yeah. that worries me about them is there's so much size in the East, and yeah. I don't know if the Heat can match that, you know, round after round. Like, there's, there's a chance they can with their good shooting and, you know, a guy like, um, what's his name that came over from the Bucks over to them, uh, the guy that sits on the uh, three-point line and then defends yes. Giannis. I'm just looking at um, him. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. 
So it, it, maybe he and Bam will be enough size-wise, but it, nah. they do look a bit smaller, don't they? Especially that, against the – they, like, they that's they what do. I'm saying. Pete, that's why I asked you, can Bam guard Embiid? Because in the well, playoffs, that's what it's going to come down to. If he can't, that's it. You guys I win. Think, uh, I think I think Miami have got enough shooting that they can they can beat 76ers from the perimeter. Ah. Well, you got to get I stops. I think that's the way to you negate Embiid. you got Thibel out there. you got to get stops. That's it. And but, if you get in a shootout, say it becomes yeah. a shootout, I think Miami can take a lot of teams. Okay. All right. So, 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 so say Maddie. We've established say, that, Oracle. We've established that, okay? No, this, no, but, but yeah, say, yeah. say you know, you, you have this first playoff game and there's an adjustment. Yes. Whose adjustments are you going to trust? Bolsters or your favourite coach? Um, the uh, Rivers, the the one time Rivers uh, champion and uh, Doc, top fifteen coach of all time, Doc the, Rivers. The Doc, you know it's funny, greatest coaches of all time, Doc Rivers. Yeah, top fifteen, top with 15. as well. Do you know that um, oh, what's that guy's name? He was a coach of the Nuggets and Seattle Super, Supersonics. Or, or George Carl. Carl is the sixth all time. In most games, won. But he never won a championship. No, he didn't. But he's not on the list. Well, he never won a championship. You can't put him on. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Now, we've established the Heat could be there. Like I'm just saying, on their day, the Bulls, the 76ers, the Bucks, and the Nets could all be there. That's five. The Bulls can't win it without Lonzo. Lonzo I'm talking all, all hands on deck. All hands on deck. Miami, Chicago, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn could all win it. And all hands on deck, it's not out of the realms of possibility that the Cavs or the Celtics could do something. That's seven teams in the East. Could this be the best run into a finals if all hands are on deck and guys come back? I'm excited about the East. Well, Toronto's playing well, and then you've got Charlotte as well. And you you also might get Atlanta. Atlanta's going as well, you know. Landmines are plenty. Atlanta are one game (laughs) behind Brooklyn, right? And and four games behind Toronto. But I'm just saying that there are there's some real opportunities for some great games. Well, even I don't expect to win. I don't want to play Atlanta again. Well, the way, it, the way it is now, Pete, the 76ers are lining up against the Bucks. You got yeah, to great. You, you gotta, <laughs> uh, but you've got to back it? yourself there, Pete, surely. If you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So I know a lot of people like it, looking at rankings and stuff. In every sport that I follow, I, I don't really – the only thing is home court. That's something. But I don't mind playing the toughest teams whenever. I want Brooklyn. Hey, do any of you guys – have any worries for Milwaukee? They've been pretty pedestrian the last. They've been pedestrian. Games. I've got a, hey, I've got a worry. If they come, well, if they come up against the 76ers in the first round, they're in trouble. Yeah, Middleton yeah, hasn't but going been in the playoffs, they got Giannis. It's yeah. Giannis is a Durant esque kind of character. You okay. can never write him but off. Giannis. Do you think? I don't think his supporting cast is as good as it was last year. No, no it's not. It, um, Middleton, especially, I'm not. I haven't been mm. overly impressed with this year. He's had a few breakout, like a few good games, but and, just for his consistency, he was always he was always a favourite of mine. His right. numbers were down. And they had Brook Lopez and PJ. Brook Lopez is a loss, and yeah. they're not 
you know, they're not there anymore. And well, Crazy Eyes is there, and yeah, he, he his craziness is worth a win, like a playoff. Yeah, win. Yeah, but he was there with them last year and playing great. Like I just yeah. don't see, you know, who are these other guys that are going to step up enough for them? You know, the, even um, that Pat Connington or whatever he played yeah. really well for them. He did in the playoffs, and he's not doing anything now either. But Oracle and I'm no just, Divincenzo, but. No. Mate, they could they could be holding back and waiting to explode, you know, the ten weeks leading into the playoffs. You know, yeah, maybe it's possible, right? And I hope they do because I don't want to play in first round, even though I just said we want to beat the best. Yeah, I want Brooklyn. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to happen, Pete. Cause just the way the oh. teams are lining up, you're not going to. The seventy sixes aren't outside of getting top seed. You know, there's well, twenty games left. Yeah, we, we're within striking distance. It's two and a half games. If you guys yeah, go on a run, possible. Yeah, okay, I'll see what you're saying. I don't know how you can predict anything about who's going to face who. Yeah. Pete, Pete, just throwing it out there, who are you most scared of? And I'm not saying scared, scared, like knee shaking scared, but in terms of teams you might be more worried about compared to others, Okay. The heat, we just the spent uh, half an hour talking about it. I know it? that, but I'm going to give you the Bucks. I'm going to the Heat, the Bulls, the Bucks, the Cavs, no, the Celtics, I'm not about the Bulls. and the Nets, all at full strength. We beat the Bulls at their full strength, so I'm not, you can you can put mate. Put a line I'm telling you, the, the if Bulls. the Bulls are at full strength, they got some outside wing defenders that lock down, and I think we're forgetting about how good they were when those guys were there. Oracle, yeah, we beat them twice. Oracle, do you remember when those guys were there? How good they were going? Yeah, well, you know they were top of the league, weren't exactly. they? Exactly, top of the top of the East. Yeah, but we beat them me, twice, convincingly. Okay. Yeah. And without then, Harden. And then, okay, the Cavs. Are you worried about them at all? No. Even if they had all their guys back, Garland, etc. Yeah, okay. I, I think um, yeah, Celtics. Daniel Tice is back there, mate. Um, the um, time the, the C's, just because of the rivalry, you cannot, you can't. Nah. You know, they they would be an annoyance. Well, I, I think Embiid's never beaten the Celtics, has he? In a playoff series, in a playoff, how many sure. times they faced? Yeah, About right? three or four times. Bullshit. Yeah. Really? Yes, yeah. four times. I did not know that. And he's never beaten them. <laughs> he even said one time he was asked about the rivalry. He says, "What rivalry? They kick our ass every time." So didn't yeah. we sweep you last year in the regular season? I'm talking about the playoffs. Oh, okay. playoffs when it the matters. Mate. Come on, mate. You know that. We're talking playoffs here. We're talking playoffs, mate. <laughs> How many times they played in the playoffs? I think I think it's about three times or four times. Okay. They had that famous one where they brought down all that confetti and everything and they end up losing that game. <laughs> Ooh, I remember that. So, anyway, Pete. So, you'd fancy yourself against the 76ers? Well, see, the thing is about the Sixers is I just don't know how they're going to be in the playoffs because they've got three guys that are really unproven there. And I just don't know if Rivers is good enough to make any changes if he needs to. And I'm fascinated to see what's going to happen. So I think a good coach is what uh, could really derail the Sixers in the playoffs. We don't know, but uh, I reckon a good game plan, it could work. You don't reckon Rivers is a good coach? No. He's the only coach that's lost three times up 3-1 in NBA playoff history, right? So, 
yeah, he's not the guy I would trust in the playoffs. Well, do you know that? It, sorry, I made a mistake before, but if things stay the same as they are, it will be the 76ers and Celtics first round. So, Pete, you better hope that the 76ers go on this run that you're hoping they're going to get and jump over the <laughs> Yeah, because the Celtics have got us covered. You could be in trouble first round, mate. The Time <laughs> like, Lord. The thought of the, the Time, time Lord. Lord that, like those, the Twin Towers of One of the of top Beantown. three centres in, in, in the NBA, according to the Oracle. Yeah, just bet, didn't we just bet him by 50 points last week? Oh, come on. Did you see that week of basketball? It's the worst week of basketball I think I've seen in, in four right, years. I, I think, think you're right. I think we missed that, Oracle, because that happened before the NBA uh, All-Star weekend. And then I they had all that, packed it in. I had that work trip I had to go on, so we missed that happening. So can you give us a little bit of a uh, <laughs> reminder? A basic well, reminder. Well, look, I'll, I'll go through it quickly. The Celtics didn't miss a shot. We had open shot after open shot. The defense was terrible from the Sixers. Now, the thing was, they did make that trade, and so they were down a few guys. There was no um, Seth Curry. There was no Drummond, and there was no Harden. Harden hadn't started playing yet. And Celtics were pretty much a full squad. And we were up by 30 or 40 by about half time. Yeah. And we then put in all our bench guys halfway through the third, and then we just kept on getting further and further ahead. It was uh, it was a bit of an embarrassment, but because... Was it embarrassing for the Celtics or for the 76ers? 76ers, obviously, because it was at their home ground. Yeah, but wasn't it embarrassing we for you guys destroyed. to have to do that to them? Like, they had all these guys out. They just had a big team in flux. Couldn't you have kept it within 15 and just made it... You know, every time we get a chance to beat Embiid, we'll take it. Really, uh, sneaky. Do you did you watch that game? Uh, I watched about maybe eleven, eleven and a half minutes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the writing was on the wall. Like you can imagine me, I watch quite a bit of seventy sixes basketball. And could you imagine the confused look on my face during the f- that first half? Is they weren't even trying. <laughs> like, no, it was yeah. awful, and that and I I'll, I'll stand on my hill and I'll die on it. That was a terrible week of basketball for everyone. Yeah. Can I just what say was going that, on? I'll everyone just say had this: punched snake. out for the weekend. Yeah. That, that like sometimes seniors. happens. That sometimes happens before All Star break. Yeah, some guys just want they got their holidays booked. You know, yeah. <laughs> Oracle. Oracle. I'll yeah. just say this: the Celtics didn't take their foot off the gas. They saw this as an opportunity for them to shine. When everyone else was taking it easy, yeah. they it's put they the can foot on good. the accelerator <laughs> so they could show they everyone, hey, we still got it. And That's then when right. everyone starts trying again, they start losing. Um, is that a thing, Oracle? Look, the Celtics were on a roll. They, I think, yeah, over didn't the- they get beaten by... The Pistons right after, isn't it? The day after, they did you know, get beat what? by the Pistons, and then I think they got beat by someone else as well. Yeah, the, the, the Pistons um, at the home Pacers. too, wasn't the it? Pacers, and yeah. it was the Pacers as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'll say this: didn't mention that, the, did we? The, the The Pacers did have Halliburton playing in his first game. He actually had his old shorts on. They didn't have a pair of shorts that fit him, so he was actually playing in his uh, previous shorts. But he did go out there and play in that game, yeah. Pete. 
Oh, who did that? Uh, was it was Marvin Bagley the difference in the the, the Pistons? Game? You know what, Pete? Did the Time <laughs> Lord turn up? Did the Time Lord you turn laugh, up? But he was hitting threes. He was blocking shots. The Celtics commentators were laughing about why did this guy do this when he was at the Kings? You know. So he's doing a Kelly Oubre, is he? He he played all right. But the thing is, you know, with it, you know how it goes, like. Sometimes you come up against these teams and they just shoot fire, you know. They yeah, they hit yeah. everything. And can, can can we get onto that article? I have a story about that. Uh, the Denver Nuggets they beat the uh, I guess you'd say the NBA darlings uh, coming into the play, uh, finals. Well, the uh, sorry, coming into the NBA All Star Weekend. They beat the Golden State Warriors, and oh, the Warriors yeah. were trying. It was the last game of um, before the um, All Star Weekend. Clay was playing, Steph was playing, uh, Wiggins, the All Star, was playing. They're all out there having a go, except for obviously Draymond. And the Nuggets beat them in a game that was back and forth, back and forth, and came down to the last shot. And don't get me wrong, the Golden State Warriors were getting a lot of whistles from the refs, but and may have been the better team, but the Nuggets found a way to scratch it out and win, and gee, it was good. And it's come back um, after the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, and they've won three in a row, and they're not going too bad. I reckon they could be the NBA sleepers, you know, for this year. Boogie Cousins has come on on a couple of ten, yeah. couple of ten days. And I've then, seen him play. Yeah, yeah, couple of ten days, and then he actually got a a contract with the Nuggets, and you wouldn't believe it. Last night against the uh, Blazers, Boogie got uh, nineteen points. Oh, they say he almost got triple double, eight rebounds and six assists, and and played seventeen yeah. minutes. And I'm thinking, if Boogie can come back to what he was, I'm pretty happy. Well, even get close to it, to tell you the truth. I'm pretty happy with the Jokic Cousins 1-2. I was always a little bit uh, skeptical of Cousins. You know, he got he gets teed up a lot. But I'll tell you what, I don't mind that 1-2. And the Nuggets have won 11 from 11 with Boogie playing. Just saying. Yeah, that. I saw him play... Because I watched the Nuggets. I think it was the Sacramento Kings. There was two games a couple of days apart yeah. from each other. Yeah, and and he came on. Yeah, and Nuggets were down by I don't know thirteen mm-hmm. or, or something like that. It wasn't looking good. Second unit turned it around. Second unit turned it around, and they let uh, Jokic sit a little bit longer. Yeah, because uh, the second unit, powered by Cousins, was playing so well. So yeah, I like that too, Matty. He's um. He's still a force inside, isn't he? Like he oh, yeah. still push people out of the way, and when he's stroking it from three as well, you know he's a hard guy to stop. And the other thing is, he lets the referees know what he thinks. He, he he's got a bit of lip, but I reckon he adds a little bit of maybe schoolyard cred uh, to the team. And like you know, John Michael Green and Jeff Green have both got a little bit of schoolyard cred, but this just adds a cherry on top. Uh, well, you're saying that the 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 Nuggets paint unit mm. needs a bit of aggression in there. No. Yeah? Cred. That's what you're saying? Cred. Cred. Street cred. Yeah. Because Jokic mm. doesn't get street cred. Uh, sure. He's, he's, no, he's the MVP. 
um, and has won, uh, I think, five times more uh, playoff games than Embiid ever has, uh, leading a team as well. And leading a team with that, the two second best and third best players. And they actually only have two more losses uh, against the 76ers at this point in the season, which is pretty good. Easier conference. Hey? Easier conference. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. It is. Uh, I don't know if, you, if I'd agree with that. but uh, You it, think the West is better than the East this year? All right. See, when someone's Oracle. voice goes high like that, that's Oracle. a reach. I can confidently say it when, you know, <laughs> Maybe this is say a that good... the East is better than the West. Maybe this is a good segue into the Western Conference little breakdown. Oh. We've just talked about the East. The um, Lakers are a non-event. The Clippers, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Portland, <laughs> Portland. Yeah. Jazz, Snorfest. Uh, yeah, the Nuggets, chippy. Uh I like CJ McCullum at the Pelicans. I reckon yeah. he's turned them around quite a bit. We should talk about that. I'll say this, Pete. Yeah, let's talk about CJ McCullum there. But I'll say this. I'm a little I don't know why you want to go to Sacramento Kings. What do you mean Sacramento Kings? I don't know why no, you want stop, to talk. Just go through the West, mate. Yeah, I know. Thirteenth and fourteenth position. Let's let's go to the top. The Suns. Yeah, well, there, there. Future Hall of Famer. Rickety, Rickety without old Paul had the Future Hall of Famer, aren't they? Future Hall of Famer, first ballot. (laughs) Statue out the front. They change in the street. The bronze statue himself. Yeah. Chris Paul Boulevard. Yeah, Chris Paul has an injury. But 49 wins, 12 losses. Is that the most bizarre thing you've ever seen? Is that they come out and say that he's got an injury and he plays nine minutes of an all-star game? Yeah. Did you well, see that, Matt? Yeah, I was surprised. That's a bizarre thing. And that, that goes even to more. See, have, have we made – where's your position on all-star games, Simon? Yay or nay? What, to watch them? As an existence. Oh, well, I think the last couple of years since they've changed the rules and had that Elam ending, I think it's been heaps better. So, so those guys at the end of this game it was a tight game. It, was, it came down to like the last shot, and you know, well, that's the design, isn't it? Didn't LeBron yeah, win it? That's right, he did. And but the thing was, the players wanted to win it. Like they, you know, they have that charity thing that they're playing for and everything. I, I've liked the All Star Game the last couple of years since they've changed it. So, all right, talking about that, there was yeah, there was an interesting too. Thing that I that I liked there too was yeah. that Curry had like his fifty points and mm. he was trying to win the game and they kept on giving the ball to him and he kept on missing and then LeBron gives it to um, DeRozan oh, yeah. mm. and DeRozan hits the shot you know and then you know LeBron ends up winning the game in the end but I thought that was interesting that uh, LeBron he knew what was going on and when he needed a shot he went to DeRozan not to Curry. Yeah, well, DeRozan's a shot maker, isn't he, when a game's on the line? Mate, I've seen Curry go to water in big games, um, finishing. I've seen it. You know, you yeah. can't tell me it doesn't happen. It so, happened to them just the other night. They, I think they were playing, um, was it Minnesota? And uh, they were up by 15 with about five minutes to go, and then they ended up losing, the, the Warriors. Have you noticed how basketball is... You know, all about lists and all-stars and who's the best. 
you know, they're always talking about 75 best, best coaches, who yeah. have been better in the area. Okay, and this, as it stands today, the 1st of March, five seconds to go, you need you need a three. A three? No, I'll make, make it two so you can choose any shot. Yeah. Who do you want to Jokic. have in basketball? But all in, time or? No, or, in this league, in yeah, this league. Yeah, DeRozan. You're saying DeRozan? Yeah, I think for, for this, if you're saying right now, I'd go yeah. DeRozan. There's no there's no right answer to this question. Yeah. The guy the guy is something like I think in crunch uh points this year, he's miles ahead of everybody. Yeah, else. he is. It's not even close. Is he really? Yeah, he is. But I know he's won a couple of games with some shots, but so is Jokic. But crunch no, I'm baskets, talking like I'm talking time, Matt. Like, yeah, last last four minutes or last five minutes. Oracle? in two different years. Wasn't that him? Two, two, yeah, game back to back games. Yeah. In one in two thousand and twenty one, and the next one was in two thousand and twenty two. A stat that would never ever get repeated. Because yeah. wasn't one on the thirtieth of December, and the other one was New Year's Day. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, actually, I don't. I don't know that. I just know it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was a record of some time. <laughs> and, and interestingly, um, Steph Curry he hit his very first game-winning shot of his career this year. Well, there you go. So my head would say DeRozan, but my heart might be Jimmy Butler. Oh, didn't he miss that shot that stopped you guys from immortality in the NBA and going on to win the whole thing? Yeah, sure, but that that's my heart, mate. It's my Jimmy heart. Like you always back Jimmy. It's Jimmy buckets. Mate, I back Jokic. Jokic is good too. And I'll tell you, Murray's a pretty yeah, but it'd be one of those you know fairy jump shots that he does. Yeah, what's the end up on sports tonight? (laughs) If if Jokic wins a game against the Lakers, he's just like a netballer. The the shot on on sports tonight is uh, LeBron uh, doing a layup or something like that. Uh, (laughs) It's not Jokic hitting the winning shot. Uh, Okay, say if Jokic is double teamed, who do you want? He's looking for the outlet pass, finds who? Okay, I'll say this who I don't want. Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) you know who's an option Denny Green just because he needs to hit one important shot a A game game. and have an absolute busted for the other you know 17 minutes that he's on the on the floor for you know he's just the the kind that oh damn it he gets it again to get another contract I still think LeBron's pretty clutch yeah LeBron's clutch because he's got both you need a driver and a shooter. Yeah. How are you going to stop him one-on-one? On one, you know? What did you think of um, LeBron's last week who's been talking up other GMs and talking up other teams and well, he came out and to Sun and everything? Well, the, the news about that one, Pete, was that the, the owner told LeBron to cut that shit out. Ooh, really? LeBron? Yeah. He said that to Unless LeBron? He, she said that to LeBron. She wow. said that to LeBron. Yeah. Slap the king. That's right. So they, they apparently had a meeting after all that All-Star week and all that sort of stuff. And then after that, that's when LeBron came out and the king, stopped that. The king. Well, see, he's wow. always done that his whole career. 
It's always been about you guys better spend more. I'm out of here and all that sort of stuff. That's what he's done. Yeah. And um, I've heard that talk. They're talking like Cleveland came up, didn't it? Him going back there. Yeah. Well, he said that his um, biggest desire is to play his final year with his son. So whoever drafts his son, you know, he will go and play with them. And he was talking, you know, how good. Presty is as a general manager talking about, you know, how we'd love to be back in Cleveland and all this sort of stuff. And Jeannie Buss said, you know, you don't do that as a Laker, you know. He should shut up because Ken He was get, he was getting booed last game. Well he that's the fast way to send him out of town, isn't it? Your best player. Yeah, they, were, they were booing LeBron as well. LeBron did the turnover and they all started booing it. Have that has it ever happened before? So, like, I mean, not the booing, the uh, father and son. No, no, never. Well, well I reckon not no one should stand in that way, really. They should make that happen. All right, so, Matt, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bronny James, he's yeah. still got another year of high school to go. Yeah. He's six foot three. He's yeah. averaging nine points a game. Terrible, yeah. Yeah. So he's still got another year of high school to go. Right. Are you drafting him? To hopefully get LeBron James. Yes. To hopefully. <laughs> yes. He could go number one. You reckon? He could. Yeah. It's so, not crazy, okay, so Pete. So, could so, it or not? Well, Wouldn't that be the ultimate gamble? Imagine well, that. LeBron's going to be pretty old. Is he going to be 40 or something by then? Mate, he's still one of the... What, is he still in the top five players in the NBA Imagine right now? Bro- so so we're, talking, we're talking about three years away. Le- no, he can qualify after. He can qualify for the draft after high school. He can go straight in, can't yeah, he? No, no, no. You got to play one year of college. You have to. Okay, so yeah. two years. Um, so effectively three. Mm. Um, you're not drafting, imagine LeBron and would, Bronny in the second year. You're unit. not drafting him if you're Orlando or something. You're the worst team in the league. You're not going to get him. No way. You wouldn't. No. So when okay, so you know how they usually say Oracle, there's like oh, there's three great players in this yeah. um, thing, or there's seven great players, or there's this. Yeah. After the top picks go, whether it be five, you know, four, whatever, the next you know gamble would have to be LeBron and Bronny, surely. <laughs> what if it's what if it's um, Durant? Kyrie, LeBron, <laughs> Bronny, <laughs> Ben Simmons. Hey, imagine Bronny I doesn't would love that. Imagine Bronny doesn't and even the, and Bronny wins the league, being the shittest player in the league. Hey, imagine Bronny doesn't even come up on offense. He just stays back waiting yeah. for D. That's all right, Bronny. You stay back. Guard the ring. Sweeper. Yeah, you're a sweeper. Imagine that. That would be good, with the agent with Lamarcus Aldridge, that like just a <laughs> yeah. retirement village on the bench. Paul Millsap <laughs> on the bench. Paul Millsap would be there. Blake Furt, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> and Brody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little brother playing with his brother's mates. Um, can I just throw something out at you? I missed it earlier. Joel Embiid, um, describing him and uh, James Harden. Unstoppable. What are you going to do? I've got someone who attracts a lot of attention. You've got to make a decision. Stay on me 
or stay on him. If you want to guard both of us, you've got Matisse diving to the rim and wide open shooters. What a genius, Oracle. He's right, isn't he? Yeah, he's right, for sure. Like right now, I don't know how you beat it. I, I think it's going to be a mental thing with them because Pete? offensively they look sensational. And I hear, Pete, that they're looking to sign uh, Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, in oh, that buyout market. Yes. Oh, thank I God too. for that because I don't uh, think Willie Cauley-Stein is enough. No. So, well, yeah, sources, so he's getting bought out yeah, today, emerge, I think. Philadelphia yeah. emerging as front, front runners to bring DeAndre Jordan in. Uh, and this is from Woj. So... Yeah. Well, that makes 76 as Brooklyn and just an added little bit of taste. Oh, yes, player. exactly. Oh, yeah. We should get D'Angelo Russell and have a party. No, <laughs> and, and he's the kind of center, like he's been pretty bad for a while, but he's the kind of guy that Harden loves to play with. Yeah, uh, that's it, it worried me. You're saying about Boogie. I would like if they said Boogie, at, he was the one we got because we're always going to get one. One of these centers that just, you know, yeah. always get cut. You know, what is it with the big men? They're like traveling, like mm-hmm. vagabonds. Like, I thought and, you were going to get Cantor. Oh, sorry. Yeah, freedom. well, Cantor can't, can't get a contract now. No. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. The you couldn't pay, pay someone to play. <laughs> the Celtics sort of that, mate. Freedom. Yeah, the Celtics they stomped on the flower. Well, no, no, no. And it's said he could have had the same career as LeBron James. If he wasn't so political, <laughs> <laughs> he said, said that. that. Well, he's going to play basketball with his son. Oh no, I, I don't know what part of LeBron's is, you know, James. He could have moved to Cleveland. He, he had what, the same as. Yeah, but... what part of the career? Yeah, I don't the know. High he didn't say that. Mm. I watched um for fun one of Le, Le, apparently LeBron James in high school. He was. Playing this team that was undefeated, and it's on YouTube. I forget the name of the high school that was playing, and man, it was amazing watching him. I think he was sixteen or seventeen at the time, just being so dominant in a high school game. Is that one of the greatest ever high school players? Yeah, it's just it was. um, He was like doing stuff that he was does in the NBA in high school. I remember, and he was playing in sellout arenas too. Yeah, the crowd it was like an event. Oracle, I remember when I was watching him doing something and he had like these, this strapping or tape over certain parts of his arms and that. I said, what's going on there? And he said, he's got to cover his tattoos. Um, he wasn't allowed to have certain tattoos in high school and he used to cover them up. And mm. the re- do you remember that? The replays used to have certain things covered over? Mm. Yeah, I think so. I, I remember guys like uh, J.R. Smith had to do that too. Do you know that um, J.R. Smith is about to get taken over by Will the Thrill Barton by the yeah. Nuggets as most threes ever hit for the Nuggets? So, for Denver, yeah. Yeah, Will the Thrill is mm. about to take him over. I think he's one shot away. J.R. Smith, that guy could stroke a three, but I will never forget him playing against, well, sorry, playing in the finals for yeah. the Cavs. And there was something going on where they needed to score and he gets right. the ball and he just dribbled it out or something like That's that. That's right. Against the Warriors. It's like five or six seconds yeah, to can go. You, can you tell that story, Oracle? Well, they get the rebound. They're down by one, I think. Maybe it was two. 
but they had to get us had to get a bucket and he gets the ball from the rebound and he just casually brings it out lebron's shouting at him telling him come on you know he's pointing at the clock and everything like that and then that was the end of the game <laughs> And, and that was the game that LeBron had scored like 50-odd points and it was the best game of his life. And it's he funny could- that. I heard that the other day that um, if you look at Durant versus um, versus the Bucks, similar kind of thing. <laughs> How good's your game? <laughs> the best of your career. And then, yeah. and then you're lo- in, in a loss. And this yeah. was LeBron. And he, I don't think he had Kevin Love or Kyrie or something. I think they were down on troops and – and the Warriors had their full complement, you know, with um, Kevin Durant and everything like that there. And LeBron was just he almost incredible. did it, yeah, yeah. And then and after they lost that, that was the end of the series. And that was the end of JR, wasn't it? Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. And it got and, uh, and what uh, it's going to live for eternity because that's one of the um, go-to memes that LeBron hands out. Like it's like a template for a meme. Wow. J.R. Smith is a meme for eternity. Like, if you look at the memes still going around, there were some memes still in circulation that were around in the 90s. Really? Yeah, for sure. That that, that must be on the dark web, is it? The, oh, yeah, the dark web. I'm all over it. <laughs> we're the ones that create the memes, people. Now, Me and the team of uh, Russian bots – Pete, we make Pete, all the Pete, memes. Pete, we influence we're going, elections. We're going off track, mate. We've talked about the Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the snoozy jazz, as you say. Um, the Mavs, Oracle, uh, I'm, I'm looking at They're coming fifth. Uh, equal, yeah, well. Equal amount of losses with the Nuggets. Thought they were going to go downhill after losing the big man, and they're yeah. not going too bad. And that was when we were talking about the trade deadline. That was the next team I was going to talk about that. It seems as though the moves that they've made that we were speculating maybe weren't going to work out for them. So far, they seem to have. So it looks like their defense is getting better and better every week. Looks like Luke is playing, you know, back into form. He was sort of starting off the year looking a bit pudgy and things, and he's, you know, really starting to turn it around a bit. And and I like the form that they're getting from those fringe players as well. So. They've come from a team. Actually, it might have been the Ma- it was the Mavericks that I was thinking about where they came back and beat the uh, Warriors when they were down quite big. So I think they're going to be a tough team to play in the playoffs as well. You know, if if you got a firing Luca and a, a team around him that seems to be playing hard and well defensively, they're going to be a tough out as well. Pete, what are you, have you been watching out of? Maybe. Zingas was cancer for the dressing room because <laughs> they got, got it, like everyone wanted him to go. I may have mentioned that. Seems like um, they're playing well. I'm not convinced, but they're playing well. I think they've got uh, some deficiencies that will get found out. And it, but Luca, okay, I suppose anything could happen. But uh, I think there's stronger teams. Oracle, surely out of the teams that are in the top six in the Western Conference, if the Celtics were lucky enough to get through the East, surely the Mavs would be a team that they'd be thinking, yeah, we could take them. Yeah, well, you know, you got a team like the Suns or whatever, that would be a tough team to beat. And, you know, I think the Jazz would be one that I'd like to give a go. Um, 
But I actually think, Maddie, you you said that Denver was your dark horse, but you didn't mention about Jamal Murray or Porter Jr.'s imminent return. They seem to be not that far away, and they're going to be able to join the team yeah. before the end of the season. Right. I think that will put them as a, a pretty big chance this year. Best case scenario, they're going to play the last 10 games of the season, I reckon. Uh, I reckon Porter Jr. is going to join the second team. I reckon that we're going to see Monte um, running the second unit with Porter Jr. out there as well. And I think they could be a sleeper. I'll put money on them at the start of the year, and I think I haven't given up hope. You know, if those two guys come back, they're a hard team to beat. They've got the MVP on their side, uh, a, a player that no other player can stop, okay? The team I'm most worried about, I'll say in the West. This, no, or in the West. I'll say in the East is the 76ers. I'll tell you that right now. In the West, well, probably the Phoenix Suns because although I don't rate them. <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Yeah. You know me too well, don't you? But, you know I was just about to fire yeah. a shot. Although Go I don't on. rate them, they uh, spanked us last year without Jamal and they've got a bit of a psychological edge over us. However... I think the Nuggets are a pretty mentally strong team. And I can't see the uh, 12, 12 losses that the Suns have had being reeled in by the Warriors or anyone else. So no. the Nuggets would have to slip to eight to play them in the first round. I can't see any team other than them that I'm actually worried about. What if Draymond comes back? Because yeah. I think he's... Yeah, without him, you've seen how bad they are. Draymond they really can't. Draymond can't. That um, Warriors lineup cannot guard the Nuggets starting lineup because of Jokic, and they play a scatter style. We've beat them before playing that. They've obviously beat us many years ago when Jokic and Murray were like, mm, I think that would have been three seasons ago. I think that the Nuggets want a little bit of revenge and they don't like the Warriors and they will come out on top. That's what I think. They do have a... The Warriors do have a NBA all-star starter in Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't see Wiggins changing the outcome. But Oracle, like, I'm telling you, with, with those two guys coming back, yeah. And obviously, they're not going to be at their best and all that, but Jokic makes everyone around him better. So yeah. if you're playing systems and whatnot, he makes it easier for those guys to come back and play. I think that a lot of players have developed and played better without them being around in terms of Aaron Gordon, the green cousins. Uh, they call it Dos Verdes, uh, two greens. The <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pete, thanks for the language mate, lesson, mate. I did year four Spanish, so obviously I knew. Is it, it. because Compasso's on there? They're trying to get more Spanish Cundo flavor Capazzo. to the broadcast. Compasso's actually uh, Italian. No, he's not. He's Argentinian. No, that's he, what I thought. He grew up in Argentina. Argentina. You know, you Argentina. know what they say about Argentinian Italians? Uh, good at basketball. Yeah, excellent at basketball. <laughs> Um, I'll just say this, Oracle. Uh, as a Nuggets fan, I'm not worried about any team in our conference. Yeah. Um, 
I'd, I'd love to take on the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. That's the luxury of live, live, being in the West, isn't it, Simon? I'm yeah. not worried about any other team in my conference, really, because I'm worried about about half a dozen. You know what, Pete? In, in ours. That's, that's mediocrity, <laughs> they, They've got the MVP, don't they? Yeah, they've got the MVP, okay, mate. you got the Giannis over here. we got Durant you got, over here. Mate, you got a couple of guys that Harden over here. Won. We've got Jimmy Buckets over here. You've got like, guys that haven't won. Come on. Kyle Lowry over here. Yeah. Jesus. And then you've got the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, they could be anything. I've got Pascal and Van Fleet. I know you love him. Oracle. Pete, let's put your money where your mouth is, all right? Can we oh, – I'm just It's not my say, mouth. It's where the reality is. Yeah, yeah, okay. Can I go on record and say that I think the Western Conference will win this year? And do you guys want to put It'll a be little, the Nuggets. Put a little bet up against no, the Eastern Conference the beating nuggets. the West? You're not worried about anyone. Come it's on, the Nuggets mate. then. Come on, mate. I'll bet you that I'm... the Nuggets will not win the oh, West. Oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> tell you what. What a genius. Good on you, mate. Yeah, you're gonna you just take, said that you're I'm not worried about field. anyone in the West. Yeah, you're taking and the you field. Said the against, West will win it. Well, you're so taking the field it, against it, the Nuggets. So ergo, yeah, the what, Nuggets. Yeah, what are you going to give me? What am I going to give you? What are you going to give me? <laughs> you're taking the field. You're the, one, you're the, the guy who announces you're the, the field. bets. It's the terms, mate. You don't even know how to bet, mate. Come on, <laughs> Pete. Seriously, what are you going to give me? I'm, what are you going to earn? I'm just telling you. What are you going to earn by predicting I, something, mate? You're just talk- you've just been bloody gas bagging with the Oracle for the last half hour about how good the Eastern Conference is, and I said I reckon the West is going to win. Now you just said, <laughs> and you said the Nuggets are the best in the West. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Oracle. Let's get. Some well, are you Let's comparing? Get- I think Pete's talking about the gauntlet of how many strong teams there are. You know, like don't explain, don't patronise him. <laughs> Simon, Oracle, are you okay, saying the, Oracle, are you fun. saying that the East is is that tough a competition that whoever comes out of it are going to be limping into the finals and lucky to be able to put it together hey, a that's team? A it's going to be it. such a bloodbath. Se- yeah, the come on, the East, come is where on. Everyone's Look, interest is. Durant's got to play like forty-five minutes a game just to get through. You know, if you're yeah. in the West, Oracle, he's, he's just been minutes. chilling the last couple either. of weeks. He's chilling. He's relaxing. He's <laughs> soaking up the rays. He's he's recharging the battery. Everyone is looking at the seedings of the East. It's the biggest story in basketball. Going into the playoffs okay. is the is the Eastern Conference seeding. It means everything. Because and why? Because it's a gauntlet. God, you're gonna you're gonna spring yeah. like we we might have a home a home series against the Bucks. Like so, Oracle. Oracle. Think about this. Yeah, okay. Think about this. The the Jazz went through a bad stretch, right? And they they're still third or something. When when the um, Nets have a bad stretch, they go to like ninth, you know? Okay. Because it's, it's just so tight and everything You there. could say it's a groundswell of mediocre teams. I'm just saying, teams in the West, <laughs> at their best, I think will be the best that the East have to offer. Now, you guys, can you accept that the West may win the finals this year yeah. It sounds to me like you've already given up on that. No, no. I, I, there's three no, teams. You've given up on that, Pete? No, that's not what – see, we have to explain things saying. to you. Like, Sime, so you're a teacher. What do you do when you've got an unruly student in your class? Kick him outside. He's a bit of a, a, bit of a Get outside. Well, the the girls get outside. Him. That's what you're stepping yep. to me. Get out. 
Yeah, get out. That's it. Get out. <laughs> That's it. After Wait. that, you're out of my hands, you know. That's okay, how they deal with us, Pete. I suppose because he's loved the Timberwolves. This, yeah, he's he's fallen in love with a few teams. Oh, that's there. okay, Pete. Is this the theme of the show? Or yeah, I think it is. We've... That starts off talking about how good these bottom dwellers are in the West. Yeah, so building them up. Come back and see how strong they all are all together. Is that what it is? Yeah, it is. All right. Like, we don't even have Randall in the play-in. Out. I'll say this, Oracle no. and Snake. No, the we don't. We, the Western Conference teams have been riddled by in injuries this year, and I'll say this. That's right. They're all in their hospital ward. Right, but it all matters when it comes into the finals. So, yeah, that's what the – so the Nuggets are looking at the Stephen Bradbury Championship of the, the Western Conference because they're okay. all, you know, so if Kawhi's, they, on, Kawhi's okay, on, on the slab, you know, okay. um, Paul George is out. Yeah, okay. uh, who knows about it? Last year we lost Murray. Hey, Pete, last year we lost Murray in the um, playoffs, and this year we haven't had Murray and Porter Jr. all season. So come on, mate. He's up. But I'll say this. What makes you think Murray's going to be any good? I don't know. He's a winner. What makes you think, what makes you think Michael Porter Jr. is going to be any good? That's, he's more of an if. He's more of a question mark. Great shooter? Don't know. But I'll it took say, him a while to get going yeah, all right. when he came but, in. But, but, Pete, I'll say this. The potential of greatness coming out of the West is higher than the potential of greatness coming out of the East. You know, we have Durant over here. Mate. And Embiid over here. Giannis. Giannis over yeah, here. Yeah. Jimmy Buckets over here. Potential for greatness I'm talking about. How great and Jimmy Butler... That just it's those 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 words melt together. It, Pete, you know what? Those two worlds are melting. I'm not going to sit here and not, listen Pete, to a bad word said about yeah, Jimmy Butler. I'll say this: you've lost the plot. Yeah, Pete, they're melting, but they're not joining. They're not coagulating into one sort of being. That Butler's melting, but he's not going <laughs> to. He's, he's, he's not, setting the league on fire. Yeah, Pete, it's not going to matter until he gets gets a ring. Come on. We just talked hey, about that with George Carl. MVPs don't matter till they get the ring. Let's get Jokic a ring. is the best thing since Jesus, apparently, and okay. he doesn't have a ring. Exactly. Let's see who gets a ring this year, mate. And He's I'll tell you praying what, for Jamal. M Come back, Jamal. Mate, MB, Come back. MB hasn't got a ring or an MVP. And it, I don't has he won an has he actually won a playoff series Oracle or maybe he, one? He did, and then they they lost to Atlanta. Yeah, Pete. I'm just Hang saying on. they got a great lineup. Let's see if they can do it. You know, and I'd like Who to did see the 76ers play before uh, the, the Raptors? They played before the Raptors? Yeah. So they, didn't they lose to they lost the to Hawks the... last year? Yeah, they lost to the Hawks. Yeah. And that was in the second round. That's the furthest that uh, Embiid's ever gone. And then he's partnered with a guy who's had no playoff success whatsoever. In the, no, Hang on. The Raptors was the second round, wasn't it? No, no, no! You lost to the Hawks. Definitely lost to the Hawks. No, yeah, I mean the, sure when, I when, when when Kawhi hit the bouncer. I don't think that was last year because uh, no, I what, didn't say it was last year. You're saying no. how many, has Embiid won a three, series? Is three the question? Years ago. He would have won the the series before the Raptors game. I think they beat the Pistons. I can't remember. Yeah, so the, the furthest he's ever gotten is the second round. Yeah. Is that yeah? Is there ever one? Hey, there's one two series. Mate, yeah, well, two well series. done. Yeah, you know, like good on you, <laughs> Embiid. But I'm just saying that I think there's more battle-hardened prospects coming out of the Western Conference that could take it in comparison yeah. to the East. Jackson Hayes, he's oh, pretty mate. he's pretty menacing. 
Mate, I'll tell you what. Oh, it's a bonus over there at the Kings. Mate, the, the Kings King. are coming 13, just... all right? Just, you know, lay off them as being one of the teams you're sort of comparing Six foot to. one, Gary Payton, Junior. Battle Hard. Junior yeah. the oh, second. They've got Wiggins over there. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so let's not do a bet on air. We'll do it later. But I actually think... Once the... you look at how to do it, you Google no, betting. Me against you, mate. Mano and Mano. Let's put a pork knuckle on it. Me? Let's put a pork knuckle on it. Let's put a case of beer, whatever you oh, want. We're going down the pork knuckle route. Yeah, we're going down the pork knuckle Oh, you route, don't want mate. to open that little book Yeah, of let's debt. open that, that ledger little... is a pretty, pretty let's lopsided open the ledger. one. Let's open the ledger and let's just see what comes of it. It's been a while. Yeah, There's I know. Debt's unpaid. Yeah, I know. That can I you reckon... get a pork knuckle up that way? <laughs> you can get the knuckle, you just can't get it cooked up here. <laughs> You'll get a knuckle, that's, all right. That's what it'll do, Pete. Oh, look, they don't have a pork knuckle up this way, uh, Pete. Uh, maybe in a couple of years I'll pay that. Debt. I'll get a chop. <laughs> a chop. Yeah. Get a pork, pork chop. chop. <laughs> the Pork Chop Express. Uh, <laughs> Sneak, I'm just saying, Oracle, I'm just saying, I'm thinking, do not count out your run into the Eastern Conference Finals. Either team, the Celtics have got a chance and actually get to the end and thinking, oh, we've got a banner hanging from the rafters and there's going to be another one coming for the you know, NBA. We've got the Eastern Conference. We've got it coming. Those Western Conference guys are shit. No, don't think like that. There are some killers down there and I'm telling you, it's not a lay down air. okay? Uh, Oracle. I'm going to just jump into one last little story that I thought you might be uh, quite sort of interested in. It involves a team... <sighs> don't really know how to say this. OKC, Giddy. Yeah. They've won a few games here and there. Speaking about Western yeah, I know. Conference Giants. Yeah, come in yeah. second last. Super come in second last. But I'm talking Aussies here. Yeah. Giddy, since the last time we talked, which has been a couple of weeks, is he forming into what could be an NBA team, you know, top two, three player in a team that's challenging for the playoffs in the next couple of years? Is, is that in his game? Certainly has a lot of talent. He's he can do a lot on the court and he's huge, you know. So when he can pass like that and he can rebound like that, I think if he can shoot at a decent clip, you know, I think he's shooting at just under thirty percent. If he can get it up to mid thirties, I reckon, yeah, he could be a definitely a, a star player. Pete, oh, I like giggles. I wish he had a better shot because he's kind of like an upgrade from Ben Simmons a little bit, right? <laughs> If he doesn't have the shot, but he at least attempts shots. Yeah, he's at so, about he's just under thirty percent, I think. So yeah, I like him. I, he needs to get the hell out of Dodge. Maybe can get him, out, and, can, can really him and Shay form some partnership, say somewhere else. I like Shay. But Pete, could they actually take the OKC Thunder up into the you know playoff mix next season with a couple of extra players added to the squad? Sure. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say really because it all depends on the. On what they get for all this uh, yeah. collateral that they got, they've been That's building right. up, and their, um, yeah, their, their their cap space, and it, it, let's not forget how strong the West is as well, Maddie. 
Yeah, so it'd be tough to get out. True. Uh, a couple of players just above that, you know, in a team, you know, that that I'm thinking, geez, surely OKC can get up above Portland. Um, I, I, I want to ask you guys about this guy that I've been watching, CJ Ellaby. Have you guys watched him at all? No, six, is he six, playing for Portland? Yeah, playing for Portland. He's got a big afro, 6'6", six, six, um, forward guard, 200 pounds, born in the year 2000, so he's 22. Uh, haven't seen him at all? I haven't been watching Portland. Oh, okay. I watched him a fair bit. Cannot hit a shot um, yeah. from three. Cannot hit a shot around the ring. Yeah. Um, passes, bullet passes all around the place, a la Pete Egan playing touch football. <laughs> if you can't Drawing catch a pass that I'm throwing as hard as I can, a bullet, a Jeff Barrett bullet, uh, you're not fit to be out on the field with me. He has that sort of attitude. CJ Ellen. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you would. Yeah, of course you would. But you know what? I had a little bit of a premonition. If he can stay in the league for long enough, there is a chance he could develop into uh, a player, small forward, shooting guard, 3 and D guy playing for you guys. Tobias. Keep going. Old guy. Old guy. Paul Mills. Danny Green. Danny Green. I've got to, I have watched this LMB guy, and I think he has the potential to become the the next Danny Green. Hold on, he can't do anything, though, is what you're saying? He can't shoot, he can't. I'm pass, saying. Can't, can't shoot, can't score pass, around can't the defend. Rim. Yeah. I've got a feeling. Seems like it fits right in, Paul. I've got a feeling if this podcast keeps going the way it's going, we could be talking in 10 years' time about LMB being one of those vets that every team needs. Just saying. I'm Would saying like this. Put some what, money on what's that. What's drawing you to him? Like, what's the if you can't do anything? What, can't do anything. A terrible team. Can't do what anything you, in a terrible team. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get what you mean by how this guy could become somebody. I Why don't is he get there? It. Hasn't Denny Green got three rings? Two or three? Yeah, he does. Oh, mate, this he, guy. This guy shoots. This guy shoots threes. Just doesn't hit him. Right. So he's, <laughs> he's got o- confidence. He's got confidence. He fires passes around like he'll get the ball and just get rid of it before you've ever known he's got it. Hard. He goes for rebounds, never gets them. He goes for steals, doesn't get them. But he's amongst it. His hair's falling right. everywhere. Jeez. He's got, he's got but a- in his mind. He's out there contributing. He's yeah, you know, one of Jeez. the better players out there. Oracle, do you remember the book? Bull- it's a televisual feast for them out west, isn't it? Oracle, <laughs> I kind of tune into this guy. <laughs> Oracle, do you remember when we had Jamal Idris? Before that, we had that other oh, centre. Yeah. It, it was a thing in the NRL. You know, Willie Mason. The dreadlocks were yes. an, an attractor to uh, the Channel Nine commentary team, and right. could make or break it. a player. Do you remember that? I get it. You like the look. You like the look of this guy. Mate, not what he brings to the table, but just Mate, he's his six six. He's appearing. six six, long arms. Yep. Can realise everything that's happening. He's amongst it. He's passing, he's whatever. Just can't, just can't finish. play. Can't hit a shot. <laughs> um if can't you just make put a it play. together. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, what's he wearing when he walks into the stadium? Have you checked that out yet? Velvet. 
<laughs> He's smooth, mate. He's smooth. Um, look, because that's the most important part of the performance, uh, really, for the hey, modern day NBA player. Oracle, how many players didn't cut it in the NBA in their younger years, and then find out that you know after I don't know, maybe six, five, six, seven years at age of you know twenty seven, twenty eight, they're back in the NBA. And they're a valuable member of a playoff team. It's happened a lot. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's that much. Really? The, the average, the average um, contract, or, uh, sorry, the amount of experience that a player has is something like one year or two years in the NBA. That's the average. Oracle, the guys I, that you yeah. see yeah. year after year, you know, like a guy like Lane Stevenson, right? Mm. We're playing them. And he's on the sideline wearing his shirt that's got Lance a lot, right? And he's, it's him inside a suit of armor. That's his shirt that he's wearing. And as his guys are hitting shots, he's like playing the guitar and everything like that. Now, he's a guy that had a bit of a go on the NBA, then came back and, you know, is still a success. Nah, but it doesn't happen often. No, nah, I'm talking about these guys like Danny Green. Like, Danny Green wasn't a great, like, uh, a sought after player. He started right? off in the G League. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at, Oracle. I'm saying there are these players that come on later in life that can hit a shot, play D, be a number five or even number nine player, you know, in the second unit, who can just not fuck up, you know. I can see this LMB becoming one of those. Well, if he can't shoot, he's not going to do nothing. No, he at least to Danny shoot. Green he just misses. Like Danny Green had a season where. They were playing against the Heat, and he hit something like, I want to say, like about 25 out of 35 three-pointers in the series or something like that. It was like a record. Right. The guy could shoot. He could catch fire, you know, so he was a handy guy to have around, like at that size and everything. Okay. But, Maybe, yeah. like, Billups has just looked around and said, oh, we've got to, got to make these guys a bit cooler and bring in, give me CJ. No, not that one. The other one. <laughs> the bloke with the dreads. The bloke with the afro. Um, yeah, since McCullum left, I have not watched Portland. The other thing that I came really out, haven't watched them at all this year. Once uh, Lillard went down, that was the end. Oracle, I've been watching the Pelicans, funnily enough. Yeah, I well, that's what CJ I want to get on to, Pete. The Pelicans, uh, you know, they've brought in CJ and uh, there's been a little bit of talk about, oh, yeah, well. You know, the big man didn't call me up and find out what I was doing and chill or whatever. And 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 then a couple of days later, he did. And, you know, the the, the number one draft pick, the future Hall of Famer um, with the injuries. Zion. Zion. Uh, you know, breaks bread with CJ. CJ saying, I'm waiting for the big man to come good and I'm going to help him, you know. I'll tell you what, if you... If it's CJ, Graham, Ingram, Val, and Williams. They've got a guy there, Herb Jones as yeah, well. Yeah, and Herbert Jones. Um, that starting five is starting to look a little bit different and dangerous now. Valentinus. Yeah. With Brandon Ingram playing. Can I just say one thing there, Oracle and Sneak? CJ, Ellenby. Is now the only CJ in the Blazers, and CJ McCulloch has gone. They had two CJs in the team. Well, didn't the didn't the um, 
Pacers have like three TJs at one stage. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> yeah, it was TJ McConnell, TJ Warren, and, uh, and some other TJ. Some other TJ, yeah. Three TJs. So, but anyway, yeah. like I'm, I'm glad he's out and you know playing with the team that he thinks he, you know, um, improving. Mate, once you know we see Zion come back, surely the Pelicans is he coming back? Yeah. Apparently he's coming back, and CJ is excited to help him make the best of it. I heard that Brian Windhorst say he thinks that the writing's on the wall that Zion's going to be out of there. Really? Yeah. Where will he go, Oracle? Is there any chatter? Well, he, he, he can be a guy that doesn't sign his extension, his yeah. rookie extension, and he can go next year. Yes. So he can go wherever he likes. Be New York. Well, that's, there's been some rumours about that. Can I just say, I don't know if this is the bloody YouTube um, sci- psychological operation on me, but I've been seeing some uh, New York Knicks negativity coming towards me recently, talking about how the owner um, messed with Charles Oakley, how the owner messed with uh, that. Who's the number one fan that directs the Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Lee. Um, apparently their owner's a bit of a dick. And I thought, you know what? I used to half like New York. Apparently he's a prick. And I'll tell you what, his prickness hasn't turned into results and actually done anything what's good. His, what's his name again? James Dolan. That's Dolan. I was going to say Bowen, but yeah, Dolan. Yeah. Is New York famous for its hospitality and niceness? Am I missing something? He, he actually owns Madison Square Garden as well. Well... What do you think of basketball teams worth these days? Well, I think because I think the Knicks are still in the top two or three. I think that the Warriors is the most valuable now. Really? Really? Yeah, and they're, they're up about six or seven billion dollars. Billion? Yeah. And there's rumors that there's two new teams coming in in the next few years. One What's at serious? Seattle. Again. And one at uh, Las Vegas. And they're looking at about three, three and a half billion dollars each as well for those. Pete, can we get Las Vegas got a football team now? They got the Raiders. Mm. I should tell you this. I heard this podcast where this guy was thinking that he reckons it's going to be for sure that Las Vegas is coming in and Seattle. And he thinks that LeBron will end up in Las Vegas. And he will become a part owner like Jordan was for Charlotte. That the NBA wants him to be a leader. They're gonna uh, to be an owner. They're gonna like bend some rules and stuff like that. They want more black guys to be owners and stuff like that. And so he reckons um, he's gone out on you know made it an official thing that that's his prediction that LeBron will that. end up at uh, Los. You Bay. like these guys that make these bold predictions, eh? They're good hey, guys to hang around. I'd like to see that. I would like to see that. Bold predictions, not suspect predictions. Bold, mate. bold predictions, mate. I've made plenty of them. <laughs> to varying right. degrees of success. You yeah. were right. You'd yeah. get traded somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. for a second-round draft pick. I think we got Michael that. Porter Jr., the next Durant. Was that? Remember oh, that mate. one? Hey, Pete, you wait till this year's playoffs, mate. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll say this. I would love – this is what I'd love to see. 76ers. Make their way to the top of the East, 
The Nuggets get a few troops back, and it's the 76ers Nuggets playoff. And Pete, I would love to go and watch the Nuggets win the title in Philadelphia. Because what by- game? Come on, you got to go all the way. You got to go all in would with be, your prediction. Would it be game six? Game six. Um, so you've got top two. seeding. No, no, we'll 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 win in um, Philly. So it'll be. Uh, so if game six is in Philly, third, second, third. That means game seven's in yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Game five in Philly, I think it works out to be. Oh, so you're going to win four one. Yeah. Almost a, a gentleman's sweep. Gentleman's sweep <laughs> is what I predict. If we're okay. Put, if we're putting who's money the on the finals table. MVP, Jokic, of course. No, no, no. And Beat will get the finals MVP. In Bird no. getting held yeah. up 4 1. No, no, but he'll score like no, 36. Fuck, this prediction, mate. Is is he, are they going to foul out um, Jokic in the second quarter or something? No. <laughs> and Beat will get the. Um, All right. MVP. Um, he'll get I like to fix myself as a bit him. of a handicapper. Hmm. And for Embiid to win finals MVP on the end of a 4-1 trouncing by the Nuggets in Philadelphia. Hmm. God, what would you say, Simon? The crowd would love it. The crowd would love it, Oracle. Yeah, it has to be something huge, Pete. Yeah, five thousand ten. It might have to be. It might have to be like three or four pork knuckles in this. What was more likely, that to happen or Leicester to win the Premier League that year? Because that was five thousand. But Pete, jeez, I guarantee you, and B. That's guaranteeing it. Will win it. Guarantee. Yeah, I'll I'll guarantee he will win (laughs) it and will have deserved to win it for playing so great in a losing in a losing side. But, But you know what. This is the thing I have with Embiid. He, is he always runs out of steam through these playoffs? He's fitted this year. He's fitted this year. Yeah, but and you know, this is playoffs now. Hey, it's different. Batman has a Robin. Minutes. Batman has a Robin who can score. Yeah, but ro- that, that Robin keeps breaking down every playoffs as well. Pete, that's why I reckon they should um, they should give him a bit of a rest and let's see Harden run it without Embiid before the finals. Well, they probably will. But there's only 20 games to go. It's not yeah, that no. far. And the seedings are so tough out east. You know, you can't you can't tend to give up a game like like they do in the west. Oh, come on, mate. Honestly. <laughs> um, no, but if you look, if you look at the standings, you think, oh yeah, the 76ers have pulled one game clear from the other six that are on thirty six wins. <laughs> Pete, like you dropped two games, you could hmm. be in the play-in. Pete, I'll say this: it's a the, the Nuggets have lost twenty five games, and you know how I said earlier. Oh, yeah, they're only two games behind the 76ers and they're equal with the Bucks and the Cavs, right? And, and we know how good the Bucks and the Cavs have been going. And you guys said, oh, well, the Nuggets are playing in a worse side of the conference. Okay, I'll, I'll pay that. The Western Conference have had a lot of injuries. But you look at the performance of the top teams in the Western Conference, they're carving it up. The East has been talking about, oh, it's our renaissance. We're next. Mate, I'd like to see it. I haven't seen it yet. When's the last time, Oracle, the Eastern Conference has won? Last year they won. Who? <laughs> the Bucks won? Before the Bucks. He's forgotten. Well, you want to the Raptors? want to go. Yeah, before the Bucks the and the Raptors. Do you want to go the Jordan era? Do you want to go the Celtics era? No, 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 no. Do you want to go Pistons era? Let's keep on track. Well, well, 
it, look, we know that the West have been the dominant conference for quite a while now, but you know, if if you guys miss a couple of games, you're still going to be sixth because Minnesota aren't catching you. But if a team like you know you said the Bucks or Cavs or the Sixers, if they lose a couple of games, well now they've dropped a few spots, you know, and that's sort of the difference. But I agree with you that you know up the top of the West, you've got some good teams there, you know. Look, we haven't talked much about Memphis yet, but Memphis could end up finishing second on this team. You know, they're they're only like a game behind Golden State, so yeah, they're, they're good at the top. But you know, you Maddie's just can't not worried play about Memphis in in the East. You can't play around. No, the Bucks won last year, the Lakers year before, Raptors year before that, two years Warriors year before that, Cavs two years before that. There's not much in it, is there? No, Warriors Spurs <laughs> two years before that, Heat Heat. Then before that, Mavs, Lakers, Lakers, Celtics, 2008, Spurs, Heat, Spurs, Pistons, Spurs, Lakers, 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 Lakers. So you've gone back quite yeah. a while, yeah. right? Last 20 yeah. years. It's pretty even. Yeah, it is even. And I'll tell you but, what. But, but uh, usually in terms of the conference, usually mm-hmm. the West is better. It has been for a while. But, you know, but the thing was is that the East, like LeBron didn't have the same matchups on the way to the final. You know, he would have to play some, you know, teams that weren't even over 50%. And so he, he could sort of cruise into the finals. Whereas, you know, you guys in the East and the West, you know, you'd have to have a real war, like for a few rounds and then get to the finals and be buggered by the time you got there, you know? That's that's the whole point, you know, is that the East is going to be a bit more of, I think, of a bloodbath through the playoff series than the West will be. Yeah, I'll say this. Embiid and Harden are two players in a team that if they can get it right, I think it's the scariest one too in the East. Yep. I think that, okay, Brooklyn gets all hands back back on deck. That'll be a great Eastern Conference Finals playoff. I'd love to see those two come up against each other. And the you, heat, you know what? Uh, I, I reckon he's my tip. I reckon that's going to be boring. Really? You know fouls, why? Because they're going to get fouls on one side. Mm-hmm. The other side, they're going to foul Ben Simmons every time he touches the ball and make him hit free oh, throws. Yeah, that was on uh, Zach Lowe's podcast, wasn't it? He goes, if you had a dream that it would be great for the Sixers to play free Brooklyn. Throws. Central, and, yeah, and and Doc Rivers employs the hacker Ben strategy. <laughs> Imagine that! What an ironic way. Well, to, instead uh, of having Durant trying to shoot the ball, shoot a three, you got uh, Simmons shooting free throws. You know, I know what I'd do. Yeah, in the se- do? the point is, Matt, in the second round of the fight, like even potentially in the first round of the playoffs in the East, you're going to have a favorite getting out. Yeah, like someone's. There's going to be a massive story. Oh shit! But you. depending on the lottery that happens, like as I said before, seventy sixes could get Brooklyn or the or the Bucks in the first round. <laughs> in the first that's, that's round, that's not what you're looking for, is it, Pete? And no, <laughs> you don't. Imagine finishing fourth, Bucks finish fifth. Pete, having supported a team that has showed promise but never you know, delivered the uh, jewelry. As a team that have brought in an awesome player, a top player, yep, is in Harden. Yep, got him. I would be thinking, fucking hell, this is our year, and I'm so excited. This could be. I'm a realist. 
You're a realist. Yes. You're not a dreamer like me. Best teams don't always win. If you've got the cattle, that's you're halfway there. You've still got to win it. Matt, you're talking to a guy who's a supporter of a team that hasn't won in about 40 years. You know, you can't. The Dragons. You can't dream like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, the Dragons <laughs> broke their drought, mate. So, yeah, but look, I'm, I'm really, I'm super excited to see what they're going to do. I, I yeah. think they could be the favourites. Yeah. But, you know, there's always that question mark for me. But and, I'm excited. And, and the question. Boy, for, for the sake of basketball. Yeah. Put your head down and try and do something because you're looking foolish at the moment. They've made, like, the 76ers made this trade and it's worked out, like, from the first two games. Oh, you want Ben to put his head down? You about want Ben it. to put his head down and have a crack? Have really? a crack, mate. You got Durant. You got, you got, um, Kyrie. If Brooklyn end up winning it all, what would you be thinking yeah. right now? But that's what makes it a great story. Like, the, the, such good stories all over the place. Mm. Like it's 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 a you couldn't yeah think up a better scenario like you of drama. Nah, it's all lies. That, you know, I know I know I know what you mean. I'm being a bit hard on the West this season. I know, but the but the but the drama that's going on like in the in the West, it's all drama around injuries, and basically it's injuries in Westbrook, and it's not good news out there. In the East, it's all these great stories. Young guys carving it up. Old guys carving up. DeRozan, his season, he is in the top three. He is pushing MVP. He's pushing it. Like everyone's saying Embiid and Jokic, but I think that is a bit disrespectful to the kind of season DeMar DeRozan has had for the Chicago Bulls. And we picked it early in the season. I think I did actually and said, you know, DeRozan could be the – best addition to any team and this was pre-season i believe i mentioned mm. this um and the way that he has played and i think the oracle might have even backed me on this i said that he could have been the most astute transfer this season um, what made a genius was mm. um the lonzo with him yeah and that, caruso and caruso too yeah like They've they've tread they've trod water pretty well, haven't they? The Bulls, they their season could have collapsed quite and, easily. And you know what? And it's been largely DeRozan. Yeah, it has. you watch those games. Like, oh yeah, Levine's there, but it's all DeRozan. DeRozan's we're talking him into the MVP, aren't we? <laughs> but Pete, if you're picking a player to have in your team, and you got a guy who can close like him in the last you know two three minutes of a game when it's tight, he's got to be in the top handful of players that you're reaching for. It makes it the the whole DeRozan story is what's so good because he was a known quantity. Everyone mm. knew him. He was like it seemed like he'd been around since Moses wore short pants. Yeah. Everyone knows what he brings. But then he came up with something else. A whole new level of playing Did that he? we didn't notice. Did we he? didn't know he had. I well, I like to think that he w- he started getting calls that he didn't get for a couple of years. Well, see, so he he played for the Raptors, mm. and every single year he'd get trounced by whoever LeBron was playing for, whether it was the Cavs or when he switched over to the Heat. The Raptors were getting killed like four nil every single time, and they 
they had nothing. And, and DeRozan was the main culprit because he was supposed to be their shot maker. Yeah. And he just couldn't keep up with LeBron. But and he so, is a shot maker. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, and LeBron. Then he got traded away to but, San Antonio where he was sort of forgotten about there. And I think he improved his game quite a bit there because he became like the lead ball handler there. Oracle, like LeBron is still a shot maker, but he's just got shitter guys around him. Is it possible that? You know, DeRozan stayed the same. And no, DeRozan's better. He's, he's better. much better now is than Is it was. the rules? What is it? Maybe it's well, the coaching putting no, him in the position he's supposed to play in the first place. Well, there is one other thing is that when he was this player, you had a lot more guys shooting twos and all that. And then the defenses have changed now where they don't want three-pointers and they don't want shots at the rim, but they'll allow those mid-range shots. Yeah. And so a guy like him who doesn't miss in the mid-range, he's not having to fight against the whole defense geared against him. He's sort of taking yeah. what's been offered so, and he's delivering in that. Yeah, so so that, that's been a big change. Oracle, one thing I've heard commentators say while I've been watching the games this year, one of the things I've noticed about these players is, is that the players who are trying to score seem to be getting the whistle. It's not that, oh, my arm touched his arm, I get a call. That isn't happening as much anymore. It's more the, I was trying to score and this guy hacked me, and it's a score. Can't say the same thing for the 76ers, but just in general, I'm seeing that attacking play, players attacking the rim with power are getting the calls, Oracle. Are you seeing that? I don't know, like, at the start of the year, I didn't notice as many fouls as I am now. Like, we talked about that one where the Sixers, that game went forever. But Pete also mentioned that once the Sixers had accrued all these fouls, the refs sort of felt compelled to now reward the other team to yeah. sort of balance it yeah, out. It and terrible. It, and it sort yeah. of made it into a complete, you Quagmire. just couldn't watch it. Yeah, Pete, then, you must be, see times where Embiid gets smashed. No foul call. In the call. first and five look, minutes, and about just six, look, looking at the ref going, hey. In the first six minutes of that game you're talking to about the – there was only two real fouls, I felt, and they were both on Pat Bev doing the C in the YMCA trying to get uh, Embiid on the charge. You can't lean into him, Pat, when he's Euro-stepping you. But, yeah. Um, and and it's not just that game. I think the last, since the All-Star break and even a bit before that, I think there's been a lot of foul calling. I think that the refs have started to tighten put that whistle in their mouth and blow again. They're tightening like, it up, Oracle. I think so. Well, who does that? Because well, I just wanted to put it away, even though was, my team was getting some of the calls. I just wanted to see some free-flowing basketball. Like At that stage, we're up to about 5,000, and Harden hadn't even had a shot. No, I like um, Embiid's N1s. I'll get excitement over that. Okay. Don't you get excited over N1? I love them. I love it when they miss and they get the offensive rebound and finish. Like oh, There yeah. aren't that many players that do a lot of that, but I know uh, Jokic and Embiid do do that. And I think, oh, half of it makes me wonder, did he just throw that last one off knowing he's going to miss? and knowing that It's he's funny because gonna... the amount of fouls that come from an offensive rebound pullback yeah. Yeah. is crazy. Yeah. You, you get must so see many that, N1s. Getting your own rebound like that. He's missing it, but he gets the next one and puts it in. It's great when you're playing the numbers. 
Oh, when because yeah. sometimes you're looking at the playboy. I got the playboy play gold on my screen, and I'll have uh, do you want, like say if you I don't usually do this, but you have like like a, a Sabonis. He's one. Yeah, yeah. you got Sabonis who offensive rebound, miss shot, offensive rebound, miss shot, offensive rebound, makes basket, foul. <laughs> and it's like you just got like five stats and he's done nothing except miss. Yeah, I love those. Or- Oracle, surely that's how the Time Lords made a career. Time oh. Lord, l- listen, Time Lord, you've joked a little bit about him, like you know, uh, you know, uh, how he's not that good or whatever, right? But I'm looking at him as a guy that's not in that elite, you know, top five center. But I think he's in that next group, that sort of between six to ten. I think he's in there. He he's the guy that shares the ball, passes the ball. He blocks shots. He can guard guards as well as big men. Not the big big men. I can't really picture the physique of the guy. He seems a little bit hidden. Like he's got long legs. Yeah, he's six big. foot eight, six foot nine. Is that what he is? Yeah, uh, but yeah. he he skies over everybody. He does what? Skies over them all. He he's getting dunks, you know, where nobody so, can get the ball but is, him. Yeah, is he a poor man's answer to the heat? To Bam. Yeah, I think he does other things that Bam can't do. Mm. You know, I think he's more athletic than Bam is. Uh, but Bam can hit a a shot from mid range, whereas Robert Williams can't. But Robbie Robbie, Williams. Robert Williams has got incredible instincts. Like he'll he'll see things. He'll make these unbelievable plays that. I don't think there's anyone else that can make, you know. No and, one else could can... make it. So you're saying Jokic or Embiid couldn't yeah, make these right. plays at the, yeah, that's the, right. the time order play. Wow, he must be good. Yeah, well, when it comes to these efficiency ratings and stuff, he's number one in the league. Oracle, could he be the modern-day answer to Robert Parrish, who wasn't really well... He's nothing like Robert Parrish. Nothing. Wasn't Nothing Robert, like Robert Parrish maligned, underestimated? Really? Robert Parrish? Yeah. Always think of Robert Parrish as a guy like, uh, how would you describe him? Not much. You thinking of Kevin McHale? <laughs> no, Kevin McHale was a gun. <laughs> no, Robert Parrish fell in with a good team and carved up because of it. Oracle. So normally if you fall into a good team, that your role is diminished if you're if you're not quite good enough, isn't it? Like you've got to be like a, a star to be a good like to get a stats on a good team. Like Pete know? playing my footy team, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and he did do that, you yeah. know. So he he played for like twenty odd years. He um he made all star games. He yeah. um he was sometimes the most important player on the court when you, you got guys like Larry Bird and, got a and Kevin rough, McHale. Got a rough average for him for his career, points, rebounds. It, yeah, but he played for 20-odd years, man. Yeah, yeah, you talk about in his prime. Yeah, in his prime. He was getting was he? close to 18, 19, 20 points. Yes. When you're on the same court with Larry Bird yeah. and Kevin McHale, that's that's good. And rebounds, assists, whatever. What, what are we talking about? Like, Is he a 10... Did he average 10, 15 rebounds a game, some more as a centre? Surely. Matt, Matt, you got Larry Bird who's getting like 10-odd rebounds and so is Kevin McHale. Are you telling you know? me Larry Bird was a rebound collector? Like He was. He, he got Westbrook? around, you know, 9, 10 boards Pete, as well. The whole Celtics 
era is falling apart in front of our eyes. Surely. How much are you talking okay, about? Larry Bird got three there. MVPs in a row when he's playing against guys like Magic Johnson and stuff. Like that, you know, you're talking about an all time great. I just looked it up. Larry Bird averaged 10 rebounds his career. There you go. Pretty good. That's massive. <laughs> That's massive. Um, what about assists? And he's, he's playing small forward. 6.3. And points? 24.3. You know, Jokic is averaging more than that this year by a fair way. Yeah, but you're talking about one year compared to a, a yeah, career. Like yeah, but I'm talking Larry about Bird by, was in traction in his last couple of years. By a fair way. I'm talking about by a fair way. Um, Jokic well, is not even leading this year. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. Let him get three MVPs in a row and win three championships, and then you know you can it, see how good he is. It was easier back then because there wasn't as many players from overseas. No, I just had to play, play against uh, Magic what, Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Who's playing against a guy that had HIV? I think we should Magic go. Magic Johnson, yeah. We're going down in flames. Yeah, yeah, we are. I don't we know are. what you're talking about. You're saying right now, this day, this place, yeah. that that Jokic is better than Bird. No. Well, why are we doing it? Just say goodnight and hopefully the floods aren't bad. All right. I'm not saying I'm not going to get flooded, but I'm yeah. doing all right. Okay. Did they they predict the more rain? Yeah, it's going to be worse tomorrow, mate. Uh, anyway, we're thinking about you, Ian Bucker. Where yeah. I'm pretty, I'm not exactly dry myself here, but um, you know, it's not nothing like up there. Think, all right, Oracle. Uh, thank you very much, Sneaky Pete. Thank you very much. Great job tonight, fellas. Well done. Thanks, Ian Bucker. Yeah.